Hello again, my name is Dan Pleiss, uh, and uh, this podcast is called Unconditional Love. It's about uh, what we, how we can find personal joy in our everyday lives. I, I'm a 54-year-old gay man, and I live in Chicago with my longtime partner. I'm in an open relationship, uh, and I've been studying and thinking about love relationships and personal responsibility for my entire life. And again, I'm Amber Ray. I'm 58 years old. I've been married a couple times. I have three grown sons. Uh, one is still at home with special needs. And I'm the primary caretaker for my 80-year-old mother. I, like Dan, have been aware of and seeking a spiritual path most of my life. And I fall off that path fairly often. But so far, gratefully, um, I've always found my way back and as Dan said, this podcast is really, it's really the two of us discussing a variety of life challenges from our personal, hopefully spiritual perspective. Yeah, so um, I've, I'm going to, I think today I'm going to skip over the part about what the podcast is about. So if you don't know, listen to some of the previous ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the, today I wanted to talk about um, about uh, uncertainty and I called this one loving uncertainty um, and the more I started thinking about it the more it, it 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 seemed like a great topic especially right now during the pandemic to to talk about um, and really what I mean by it is that the idea of love is a of love the idea of control is a complete illusion uh, and um, hmm. our lives consist of nothing but but change and we fool ourselves into thinking that we have control but when you think about the number of things that you do control compared to the number of things in your life that you don't control there's it's so the difference is so enormous like you just there's almost nothing in your life that you actually control in any real way it just things happen to work out for you and and yeah except your reaction to things it's basically the only thing you can control yeah exactly and um yes and that's our podcast (laughs) (laughs) so so, no no i move that but that all right yes okay so anyway tune in next time (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah it's all you can all you can control is is your reaction to it for sure and, yeah. and i i guess i um i settled on it because i've been thinking and, and today in particular i woke up feeling very insecure about money during the pandemic and and it seemed like um at first i thought oh, i don't know if i really want to talk about this today but i thought maybe it's the perfect time to to talk about it so um the example i tried mm-hmm. to think of a, an example that was simple enough to demonstrate I like the one you came up the, with the I thought it was of, good it, it is it is good but it, even it is like I, I sort of I went down a rabbit hole of trying to talk about the number of things that you don't control and the example that I yeah. came up with was making a roast turkey for dinner and it sounds like a simple thing you just go to the store and you buy a turkey and you and the fixings and you take it home and you cook it and you invite people over and you have a dinner but if you look at every single one of those steps, like just looking at where do you get a turkey from? Well, you go to the store to buy a turkey. Uh, but uh, but how many steps in the process of the turkey getting to the store do you control? 
None of them. You don't mm-hmm. work at the farm where they raise the turkey. You don't uh, work at the plants where they slaughter the, and butcher the turkey and package them. You don't work for the company that that manages the trucks that transport the turkey to the store. You don't work at the store. You don't work at the companies that make the refrigerators that they keep the turkeys in. You don't, I mean, there's, I mean, you can, anyone, any one of those steps, you can delve down into so many levels of things that you can't control and you could get to the store and they could be out of turkeys or they could have, the power could be off for whatever reason and the store is not open and you have to go to another store and it, and it feels like, I mean, I'm not suggesting the stuff that you should worry about. I'm saying that it's also, there's so many layers of complexity underneath every one of those steps that to imagine that you have any control over you having a turkey for dinner, other than the fact that by the grace of the universe, you're able, you're able to decide that you want a turkey for dinner and you're just able to have one. But to think that you were able to control any of that is is an illusion. It's just the the grace that we live by that we don't appreciate mm-hmm. that allows us to have turkey for dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird and serendipitous because this morning when I was doing my, you know, I do my, my little morning routine with all my little readings and lighting candles and blah, blah, blah. And um, today the I, one of the books I've been reading is a book I've read before, which is 28 Days of Gratitude by Rhonda Byrne, I think is how you say her last name. And today's day was about seeing beyond every step of the things that you're grateful for, taking it one step further. Mm-hmm. And one of and one of the things that she was saying is was uh, she was talking about was being grateful for being able to buy your, your groceries. But it wasn't just buying the groceries. It was think about all the truckers who have to bring their groceries to you. Think about the farmers. Think about the the people who work in the wells who get mm-hmm. who bring the water to you know water the plant. It, it, and she's like, there's hundreds and thousands of people who are making sure they are what they do every day. Make sure that you have everything that you need mm-hmm. every day. And there's so many things to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. It's like the list is. It's endless. Like you can't, yeah, you can't go anywhere with the list mm-hmm. because it's so long. And Wait. it's exactly what your list is mm-hmm. about the things we can't control, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. It's the same list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you, all you can do is be grateful for yeah. the grace that you're given. The grace. Be grateful for the grace, yeah. And I was, love that word so much. It's my favorite word. <laughs> That's what we talked about on the earlier podcast about, I, I talked about, like, like you're sitting on this mountain of of things that to to be grateful for that you don't that you don't appreciate you never even think about being grateful for the air that you breathe or the gravity, clean water the clean water and the 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 fact that the the gravity of the earth is is exactly what it needs to be and with the moon that creates the tides that creates the energy for our for our um climate to be perfect i mean it's all i mean it's when things get a couple degrees out of whack things become less livable on the planet and how perfectly balanced it's been for our entire lives is just it's so Hmm. it's astronomical and and i guess the the reason that um 
I brought all this up was um, what was that ding? That was it's my computer. Sorry. It was pretty. I thought oh. it was like a message from oh. <laughs> an angel or something. Oh, it's like, listen, listen to what he's saying. No, it's for some reason it doesn't go through my headphones. It, it like everything else from my computer, all the audio is pumped into these headphones except for the message app, which dings right out loud onto onto my computer, and I don't know how to make it not do that. What a beautiful thing to come through, though. <laughs> I don't know. Except when... I think the message, and it's coming through the message app. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Ding, ding. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. That's I what, love it. What you need to be grateful for. Ding, ding, ding. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. There's nothing else to say. Mm. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> so perfect. But I just thought, I was thinking, you know, when you think about, oh, well, you know, I, I'm i going to plan for my retirement and I should be saving more money and I, I'm going to go out and I'm going to, I'm going to manage my finances, uh, right, and which is obviously money, what I'm thinking about right now, but I'm going to manage, manage all aspects of my life. I'm going to manage my health. I'm going to manage my health care. I'm going to manage and then the, you have a heart attack the, the house. Network. I'm going to manage the house that I live in. I'm going to, I'm going to manage the, I'm going to man, I'm managing, I'm imagining that I'm, I'm, I'm managing all of these things. And I'm, and yes, I, there, you do direct things in, in certain ways, but even the, how, there could be an earthquake or, or a tornado yeah. could come through and flatten your house. And then you don't, then like you don't have your house and you don't have your stuff and you don't have, or there can be a pandemic and mm-hmm. you, you can wipe out all your savings or, you know, you can have some other, something wrong with your health that like you can't control to, to imagine that you're, you're, you're controlling your life is such an illusion. And, and by focusing, I guess what I'm trying to get to is by focusing on not focusing by accepting that you have no control. That I have no control over any of it. Should make, should show, and yet, what a privileged, amazing life I have. Mm-hmm. Shows me that I should just relax and know that everything's going to be okay because it always is. And the, and then you're going to die. Yeah, and that's going to be okay too. And you don't too. know when you're going to die. Yeah, because you have what? no control over that unless you kill yourself. <clears throat> yeah. And well, I definitely know people like people I have been intimately involved with who want to be able to control everything, and mm-hmm. the sorrow and the the mental <clears throat> anguish they go through. Uh, in not accepting that they can't control everything, mm-hmm. it's yeah. debilitating. You know, it's exhausting, and it's it's yeah. um, well, it's like uh, wanting people to behave differently, yes. and how much effort and time and yeah. energy you can put into trying to manage other people's behavior, and uh, it's such a instead of which is what you said at the beginning of this is the only thing you can control is how you feel about stuff. So if if someone is behaving in a way that 
annoys you, you can decide to change how you feel about it. But your chances of changing their behavior are changing pretty, their behavior, yes, are pretty slim. I've been going through that a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> like this, yes. a, a very small example. Like this woman, uh, uh, just right up the street from us in the afternoons lately. Um, she's been uh, up the street where I usually walk Arrow. She, um, <clears throat> there's a, as you're walking along, there's a high fence on your right that's high enough that you can't see. And her house is the next house after the house with the high fence. You can't see through the fence. Mm-hmm. And she sits on her porch, and I, you can't see her sit behind the fence until you're right suddenly in front of her house, in front of her yard. And Arrow's on her leash walking in front of me. And she sits on her porch with her dog on a rope that is long enough to reach not all the way, not even just to the sidewalk, but through, like all the way through her yard across the sidewalk to the other side of the oh, sidewalk. Wow. And every time I come walking along with Arrow, and this has only happened you know, just recently over the last week or so, her dog comes charging out and attacks Arrow. I mean, it doesn't hurt her. It's a small enough dog, but just comes like charging out and surprises us and surprises the dog and have to pull the dog over onto the grass to like walk around her dog and it's happened several times and yesterday I was walking up the street and her dog and the same thing happened the dog came charging out and pushed us out onto the grass and I said to her I was like you know you could just shorten that rope by five five feet and then you wouldn't have this problem and then I walked away and I I thought why did I say that to her like I (laughs) because because she in some way, I'm clearly, I'm just giving her what it is that she must yeah, want. What, she, what, what she's setting up, yeah. Because she's, she, and I felt like I shouldn't have said anything at all. I should just go a different way because that's really yeah. the best solution. But one, like I can, my options are not be annoyed about it. She's going to do whatever she's going to do. My options are yeah. not and be annoyed. No control over yeah, that. Not be annoyed about it. Go a different yeah. way. Or, uh, or those are pretty, or be, or I keep going that way and continue to be annoyed about it. Those are kind of my three options. And, um, and I thought if I was going to say anything at all, what I, um, if I wanted to feel really self-righteous, <laughs> I would have, in retrospect, what I should, should have said to her is like, so you clearly are wanting attention and, in, and interaction in some way. And so you're getting it. Are you, are you happy now? Ooh, that would have been good. That would be good in a movie. Yeah, right. I'm just joking, Dan. <laughs> no, but it's like but, it thought, but it's like at least I would be calling her out really yeah. on what on what it on her behavior rather than just yelling at her, which is on some level must be what it is that she wanted. But yeah. no, but honestly the I mean the after I walked away I thought I should, there's no point in saying anything to her. It's she knows that it's annoying. I mean, there's no way for her to not know because then she has to jump up and yell at her dog and pull on the rope. And say, I'm sorry, he's usually very friendly, like literally every time. And <laughs> huh. And so I just thought, oh, just go a different way. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I've really been, it, it, especially since my mom's at my sister's right now, I've really been recognizing how many times I do stuff like that where it's just like, I need, and even at the time, I know I shouldn't say anything. It's just don't say anything. It's it's like saying something isn't going to change it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just not. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. But I love this. This is such a great um, conversation. It's such a. It, it's so important, you know. 
you know so I guess the, the point that I was and I feel like I'm not articulating it very well but the um, that you should love and embrace the uncertainty mm. and yeah and which is sometimes hard to do mm-hmm. you know? and, lo- and love still. it for because it, by accepting the uncertainty you're also acknowledging yeah. the grace that you're given every day to have everything work out so perfectly for you yeah and just by waking up and feeling healthy and taking a shower and eating food and taking your dog for a walk like all of those things are none of those things are under your control you could wake up without hot water you could wake up without water pressure you could wake up without electricity you could wake up with them with a tornado knocking your house yeah. over and or you could wake up and you know the who i mean there's so many things that you 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 don't really control any of that but it all is just always there for you magically yeah yeah Um, i definitely have been having this conversation with knight recently just because he's having such challenges dealing with all the changes with the pandemic and um and it's something we we talk about every morning and every night is that we 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 have to focus on the things that that make us happy and 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 recognize that we have no control over what's happening out in the world we only have control over how we react to it mm-hmm. yep and just focus on the things that make you happy and they'll become more yeah. abundant in your life and the people yeah. that make you happy and you have to think about too, like your list, the stuff that you were just talking about. It's like having a glass of water, especially cold water, because I like cold water. <laughs> uh, there's happiness there. Mm-hmm. Like taking a shower, like there's that. If you really look at it, I mean, mm-hmm. those it's those little things too that bring us tremendous happiness if we think <clears throat> about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, in thinking about this, like, you know, because we both listen to Abraham Hicks a lot. Um, mm-hmm. When people are unhappy, they always counsel going general. And I feel like maybe this is closer to what it is that they mean by saying go general rather than just saying, like, focus on. But to me, when they say go general, it, it, it felt like they're saying, like, just focus on something that doesn't really matter to you as much as opposed to focusing mm-hmm. on all of these things that you can feel amazing about mm-hmm. and, but they're not they're not things that are necessarily specific to you because going general to me it's like uh, if when you're really unhappy to say go general and it's like what does that mean like i'm really unhappy about what's going on in my relationship and so I'm going to think about trees so that I feel better. I'm like, I don't know. And I would just sort of think, I don't know if this is really working for me. Well, I always think it means that thing that, you know, one of those, the four agreements where it's don't take anything personally. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I always relate that to go general, where it's just like you have to not see this as something affecting, uh, although maybe that's not what they mean. (laughs) Well, I guess whatever. It just means, I don't know what it means. (laughs) <laughs> but, but for me, it, it, I was thinking maybe I, I was thinking maybe this is what it means. Is it means to to 
think about if you really can see all of the things that are work that are working out for you even in that moment mm. when you're so unhappy mm. about something so you're focusing on the good yeah 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 but the the scales of things that are working out for you versus the things that aren't which are just some which is generally just the thing that isn't working out is the way that you're managing your feelings yeah yeah it's the way that you're managing your feelings I like that yep and I don't know I want to embrace this as an adventure and um, hmm. I like that and not be afraid embrace the adventure embrace this adventure that's good I like that yeah what was it I feel like you sent something oh, recently to me about fear the go forth the teller of tales one yeah maybe go the teller of tales and sees whatever the heart longs for have no fear everything exists and everything is true and the earth is only a little dust under our feet I love that and sees whatever the heart longs for. And I love the mm -hmm. go forth, the teller of oh. tales. Oh, you know, it was the one I, it was one I sent you to. It was, uh, it's been a theme with us the last couple of days. Uh, it said, but, and then I realized that to be more alive, I had to be less afraid. So I did it. I lost my fear and gained my whole life. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that other one that you sent that if life seems dangerous and, and unmanageable, just remember that it is and that you can't survive forever. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I like that one too. I love words. Yeah. Except the only one I don't like about that is dangerous. Like it's. I know it seemed a little scary. Because I don't think that it, you should, I don't want to think about it as being dangerous. I think, uh, and even unmanageable is, has negative connotations. It's just, it's out of control, which also sounds as a negative connotation. Mm. It's, it is, it's completely out of control and you're not going to survive forever and just enjoy it. Uh, comparison is the enemy of joy. Mm. Um, and my friend Justin yesterday said something similar. He said, hope is the enemy of um, of being present. Hope is the enemy of being present. Oh, uh, yeah, because hope is set in the, yeah, cause it's set in the future. And you're busy hoping for some better outcome or some future thing to happen. Hmm, I like that. I do. And the Charlie Brown one too, it just worrying doesn't stop bad things from happening. It just stops you from enjoying the good things. Mm. That Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Charlie Brown said that. But I think Linus <laughs> said it. <laughs> what was that uh, Mary Oliver quote? Um, it's a, what was it? It's a serious thing to be alive on this precious morning in this broken world. No, I have it on my desktop. Hold on. Oh, no, it's a different one. I love Mary Oliver. My work is loving the world. Here the sun oh. sunflowers, there the hummingbird, equal seekers of sweetness. Here the quickening yeast, there the bl blue plums. Here the clam deep in the speckled sand. Are my boots old? Is my coat torn? Am I no longer young and still not half perfect? Let me keep my mind on what matters, which is my work, which is mostly standing still and learning to be astonished. The Phoebe, the Delphinium, the sheep in the pasture, and the pasture, which is mostly rejoicing since all ingredients are here, 
which is gratitude, to be given a mind and a heart, and these body clothes, a mouth with which to give shouts of joy to the moth and the wren, to the sleepy dug-up clam, telling them all over and over how it is that we live forever. Oh my God, I want you to read that again. That's so beautiful. <laughs> oh my God. That's really beautiful. That's exactly, it's so funny because that's been sitting in my desktop behind a bunch of windows and that's that summarizes perfectly what it is that we're talking about today. Yeah. I'm going to start crying. It's beautiful. Well, with that, I think that's a great way to end our podcast. Please, uh, if anyone ever wants to, send us an email at amberdanlove uh, at gmail.com. And otherwise, please uh, tune in next time on the same bat time or same bat channel anyway. Maybe not bat time, <laughs> but definitely bat channel. Yeah. Yeah. Now, be safe, everyone. Be healthy.